0: Hello guys, welcome back to my podcast, Unapologetically Weird, with me, Tobare. It's been 10 episodes, you know right, 10 weeks of continuously talking to you guys. Uh, you made it, you made it far. <laughs> so while thinking about how to make this podcast better for you, I would love to hear your opinion on how it's been so far, what you've enjoyed about it. Topics you like to hear, and just random comments that you want to share, you can send me a DM by hitting the website link on the page you're viewing right now. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Let's get into this episode. With our busy lives, routines, and drama, it's easy for us to get lost in the mix. We spend so much time working for others, telling other people's stories that sometimes we forget ours. That's why today we're discussing self-awareness. What is self-awareness? Why is it important to you? And how can we become more self-aware? So what is self-awareness? Self-awareness is the conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings. It's all about learning to better understand why you feel what you feel and why you behave in a particular way. And once you understand this, you then have the opportunity and freedom to change things about yourself that enables you to create a life you want. The truth is, it's impossible, almost impossible, to change or become self-accepting if you're unsure about who you are. You need to have clarity about who you are and what you want so that this can give you the confidence to make changes. Most times we hear comments from people or when you point certain things out to them, and they say things like, I want to change, I'm willing to change. But then if you don't know yourself, you don't know what you want, you don't know who you are, it's almost impossible for you to change. Not just knowing yourself, but also accepting the things you learn about yourself. Now, according to a self-awareness study that was done in 2014 by Dr. Tasha Urich, a psychologist and researcher, she identified that, um, There were two distinct types of self-awareness, two types. So we have the internal self-awareness and the external self-awareness. Internal self-awareness from the term is clearly how we see ourselves. That is how we see our own values, our passions, our aspirations, how we fit into our environment, our reactions. And also, how we impact on others. So, internal self awareness is how you see how you affect your environment or the environment around you. Now, external self awareness is understanding how other people view us in terms of those same factors, such as our passions, our aspirations, our reactions and so on and so forth. The truth is, in self-awareness, you cannot completely rely on yourself. You need the help of others because there are a lot of things people notice about us that we do not see in ourselves, but they are there. Why is self-awareness so important? Hmm. Self-awareness is important because we have a better, or we get the chance to have a better understanding of ourselves. When we have a better understanding of ourselves, we are able to experience ourselves as unique and separate individuals. Sometimes it can seem that we're just going in cycles and we're living in every other person's world and not ours. So when we learn about ourselves, we're empowered to make changes and to build on our strengths that we identify and also make improvements on our weaknesses. Another thing about self-awareness is that when you're more self-aware, you would not be expecting others To fill up your lacks. And now, don't come at me. But every time I hear people say, this person or these people complete me. I cringe a little at that time because I personally feel that no one can complete you. You cannot expect someone else to make you happy all the time. No matter what you do, no matter how much you help, an unhappy person is an unhappy person. And if that person chooses or decides not to be happy, there's nothing you can do. So that tells you that most times the way we feel or the way we react to certain things has a large percentage on ourselves not external factors and I know that you're thinking oh someone can be in a situation where they are unhappy yeah someone can definitely be in a situation where they are unhappy but you can choose not to be unhappy so because it's a 10 episode I will be giving you some few tips on how to become more self-aware The first step is practice mindfulness and meditation. I know what you're thinking. I'm not asking you to sit down in a room and go, "Um, not really. But mindfulness refers to being present in the moment, paying attention to yourself and your surroundings, rather than getting lost in your thoughts and ruminating and daydreaming do this a lot by the way (laughs) yeah so most times we get lost like i said in our thoughts not everyone though but people like me get lost in our thoughts and thinking about so many things that we forget to pay attention to ourselves and our surroundings you do not want to miss the best moments of your life because you are not paying attention Meditation is also the practice of focusing your attention on one thing. Now, different things work for people. Some people feel meditation is, you know, focusing on your breath, focusing on the mantra or your feelings or just letting your thought drift by. Truth is you have to find out which one works for you. The second tip is to make time to reflect. Now, this is very important. Regardless of the kind of personality you have, because I've talked about this before, some people do not like spending time alone. Most times, they want to run away from their thoughts. So they rather spend time with people or be around people. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the truth is, Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between, you need to make time to reflect. How can you do this? You can try writing in a journal. I remember since I was a kid, (laughs) I used to keep a diary and it just helped me reflect on my days and, you know, my experiences, the kind of conversation I had with people But that doesn't work for everybody. And at some point, I I abandoned it. (laughs) Then you can try talking out loud. It's a bit questionable, but it works for some people. Or just sit quietly and take time to think. Whatever helps you reflect on yourself. And I know you're asking me, Tobari, what would I be writing or thinking about? Questions such as this, how did I fail today? <laughs> I know it sounds negative, but you have to look at it objectively. Think about your day. Think about how you would have made the day better. What cost you, what cost this thing not to have, what cost this thing not to be such a great day after all? And the next question is, how could I have made today better? While doing this, is not just to criticize your entire day or criticize yourself. It's to help you understand why you acted or reacted in certain ways. For example, if you were stuck in traffic and you were screaming at some crazy driver, mm. was that really good? How could you have made that situation better? And just anything else that you would like to tell yourself or anything else you notice that you feel you would need to think about so the third tip is to ask the people you love most times we can be very hard on ourselves or not hard enough we need the people we love our family members our partners and so on to give us that tough love and tell us what is wrong or what they think is wrong what they observe And when you're getting feedback from them, don't criticize them. Don't become defensive. Listen to what they say. Take it in stride and see how you can walk on it. Like I said earlier, it's easy for us not to see certain things about us. But people who have known us for a long time, people who love us, would want to tell us, you know, things they've noticed about us. And when you're selecting these people, you have to be very careful. Yes, it can be people you, people you love, but still make sure you tell this person, um, you know, I'm trying to work on and improve on certain things about myself. Is there anything you've noticed about me that you think it's concerning? And also ask about the positive side. Is there anything good that I'm doing? Is there any nice traits about me? It's not just all the negative. The fourth tip is... Huh, don't compare, guys. Don't compare. Here in Nigeria, you grow up in comparison. Look at this girl. She doesn't have two heads. She carried first. Why you taught? <laughs> But the truth is, everyone grows at different pace and at different rates. We all have our time. So, if you're at a certain point, don't start comparing yourself with others. Those people are not in the same situation as you, they have their own journey. Even if you are better, supposedly, than some people, don't compare too. Don't overlook your flaws by saying well if i'm this kind of person how come i'm better than Mm -mm -mm. that's not becoming self-aware that does not lead to improvements another tip is walking and really just exercise in general exercise taking walks can help stimulate the mind so while you want to evaluate yourself or think or meditate Walking can be a good opportunity to do that. Because honestly, sitting down in one place can be distracting. Especially if you don't live alone. Or maybe your mind can just wander away. But walking is a good opportunity to allow yourself to get into that zone and concentrate. Now, someone once told me, oh sorry, walking is so boring. It's not. If you live in an area where the traffic is much you could plug in your ears and listen to good music to help activate the stimulation <laughs> and also when you're taking a walk taking in your environment breathing the clean air hopefully if there's clean air around you <laughs> but really exercise walking helps to clear your mind really the sixth tip is listen. Now, the truth is, listening is very key. It even helps in all the other points. When we are better listeners for our friends, family, and colleagues, it helps us to be um, fully present. We have to pay attention to the speaker's words, emotions, and even body language. So when you're trying to be a better listener, you have to be fully present. Pay attention to the speaker's words, emotions, and body language. But note, you have to do this without making judgments or drifting off into your own world. Very guilty of this, but we're all learning, right? (laughs) Also, when you learn to listen to others you become a better listener to your inner voice let me repeat that when you learn to listen to others you become a better listener to your inner voice think about that the seventh tip here is always learn for some of us that have left the school system It could be really difficult to pick up a book. And even for an avid reader like myself, reading can be tiring. But the truth is, whoever wants to improve on themselves, have you have to read. (laughs) You cannot run away from it. And now, you have to be selective about the kind of books you read. There are a lot of self help books out there, motivational books, a lot of different guides. Make sure to do proper reviews. Of course, this is after you have identified your strengths or your weaknesses or whatever you want to improve on. Check out proper reviews online or even from people, books that have helped them work on themselves. If you're a religious person, maybe a Christian, the Bible can also help you work on yourself. You could start with that. <laughs> and not just even self-help books or motivational books or spiritual books. Fictional books, autobiographies can also help you. Reading has always been a way to tap into other people's lives helps you to see other people's experiences. It shows you that you're not so different from the rest of the world. And when you learn other people's struggle, other people's um, strengths, it can also help you improve on yours. So try as much as possible to read a book. For some of us that have lazy eyes, and we get tired flipping those pages, you can get into audiobooks. They're quite useful. Or you could listen to podcasts such as these (laughs) while you're taking a walk or just sitting quietly to help understand or learn certain things. I know you've learned some things by listening to today's episode. The eighth tip is to forgive yourself. (sighs) This is very key. When we learn sometimes our flaws, our lacks, our weaknesses, things that we've done wrong, we can begin to beat ourselves up. Oh, why do I why did I do this? Why am I like this? Remember, don't compare. And also, you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself for the errors and for the things that you have done in order to move forward. And not just forgive yourself, you have to forgive others. You have to forgive your parents. <laughs> you have to forgive people that have wronged you in general so that you can move forward. Forward. If you keep holding back to holding back on resentments and past mistakes in an unhealthy way, that will not help you improve yourself. So the ninth tip is seek teachers. We cannot do this all on our own. Sometimes most of us have really deep seated troubles or trauma that we've gone through that requires us to talk to someone else. You may need to seek professional help, a therapist. I will talk more on this topic in the future. But here in Nigeria, there's um, the misconception that anyone who sees a therapist or a psychologist is mentally ill, so to speak. But that's not true. Sometimes we just need professional help to guide us mentors, and so on and so forth if you're not comfortable with um, a psychologist or a psychiatrist or even a therapist, whichever works for you. But we need someone to guide us. Sometimes it could just be a family member or a friend to help you walk through this. You need a support group. You need people to support you. You need someone to make sure you're ticking those boxes constantly. Because we can say we want to improve. We can take steps to improve. But then we can forget all that we want to do. We see that with um, New Year resolutions. At the beginning of the year, people are saying, Oh, I want to work out better. I want to read more books. I want to be so-and-so. Two weeks or even a month into the year, forgotten everything that's not what we're looking at here self-awareness is something we need to do long term it's not something that we just reflect on for a moment and okay yeah i know i know about myself now that's it no (laughs) it is way 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 deeper than that and the 10th and final tip because it's the 10th episode Upgrade your friends. Now, I'm not saying you should cut ties with all your friends Mm -mm. or cut ties with the so called fake friends. (laughs) There's been a lot of rant about fake friends and all that, but the truth is, you need good people around you. And sometimes, not that the people around you are bad, but it could just be that they trigger certain things in you and you cannot walk around them you you can't function properly around them so you need to let some people go or not be as close to those people for your own sake and for your own health like i said i'm not saying you should get rid of all your friends and start afresh of course not if you get rid of all your friends who are the people that are going to support you in your process So we have come to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, self-awareness is very key to better understand and improve ourselves. So rather than getting lost in routines, let us enjoy our journey in the present by learning who we are and facing our issues. Please note, I am not a professional, (laughs) so you are absolutely free to criticize and get more information on self-awareness. And until next time, let's be unconventional together.